Hello, and welcome to the Refined Taste Podcast. This episode, we're joined by Chris and Dave of Rock Brewing Company. Before we get into the episode, a couple of quick announcements. Our next comedy show at Salinas is Friday, December 9th at 7.30 in their private events room. Tickets are already moving, and the last one sold out, so don't delay. As a thank you for supporting the podcast, use promo code PODFAM, P-O-D-F-A-M, for $8 tickets. Link to purchase in the episode description and the link in our Instagram bio. This month, we've got another amazing lineup featuring storyteller slash comedian Gabe Malika in from New York City, local comedian Good News, and award-winning national storyteller Penny Sterling. Get your tickets now. Also, as always, thanks to our sponsor, Karma Sauce. Featured on basically every episode of the widely popular interview show, Hot Ones, Karma Sauce is a roster-based company that specializes in artisanal, handmade hot sauces using the finest ingredients locally sourced from the Finger Lakes. With the holidays coming up, Karma Sauce makes a perfect gift for that spicy lover in your life. Use code REFINETASTE for 15% off your entire order. Re- that's REFINETASTE, 15% off your entire order to spice up your life and help support the pod. That's all for now. Let's get into the show. We're joined by Chris and Dave of Rock Brewing Company. This is a super fun one. Enjoy. Anthony Bourdain, Ina Garden, Bobby Flay, Rachel Chester, New York Hunger's a duo Wielding jokes Armed with forks Nothing but the Finest cuisine In the Empire State Napkins down Pinkies out Enjoy a garbage plate You've heard the others Now here's the best a great A cut up rest The funniest foodie friends you will ever find But don't get it twisted Their taste is refined Everybody. Welcome to another episode of Refined Taste with Dario and Chris. I'm Dario. I'm Chris. Hey, Chris. How are you, man? Oh, I'm doing great. Still uh, still working off those Thanksgiving pounds. That's right. Happy Thanksgiving, man. Yes. Happy-ish. How was it? Uh, I didn't have to deal with my family, so it was great. That's that's yeah. a win. <laughs> so all, all friends and all food. Yes. No family. There's fantastic awesome that's good stuff man Mm -hmm. um we are back with another episode i know it's been a while but we're super excited uh for our guests today we're joined by chris and dave of rock brewing welcome to the show thanks for having us yeah thank you 
Of course. I know. It's awesome to have you. I know we've been kind of, you know, we've been flirting over the years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we've been wanting to shout out to Paige for setting this up. Uh, we've been wanting to get in here for a while, but like schedules, like we got busy. Y'all are like, y'all were in the middle of a transition, you know, business wise with partnerships and stuff. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy that we finally got it done. Yeah, no, but we're big supporters, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we've we've come over the years yeah. uh, and posted about you, so that, that's why we, we go back and we, like, hide little love letters to each other. Right. And <laughs> like yeah. what you're doing. And we're like, I like what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> so it, here we are, finally, yeah. uh, and we set up a little table here um, mm-hmm. in the brewery itself, yes. Yes. which is super cool. We were sitting in front of a bunch of tanks, and it's... Like yes. my happy place. <laughs> yeah. This feels like some kind of secret meeting. Yeah, right? actually, I think this is the first kind of interview or anything we've done right here in the brewery like this. So it's very cool. Yes. I like it. So what what's to your right, Chris? Are these, is that the so brew house? So we have our whole brew house to our right. So mm-hmm. our uh, mash tun hot liquor tank combo and our boil kettle. And then right behind me is our fermenter row. So we've got six fermenters, three fifteens, and three sevens. And then we have two uh, bright tanks. This is where we send the beer after fermentation uh, to carve it off. And then our newest toy that I'm very excited about, our new lagering tank right there. So Ooh, uh, we yeah. just got that in and going to get that hooked up this week. Early, early Christmas. Yeah. Nice. Early Christmas. <laughs> uh, 15 barrel lagering tank. So 15 barrel. It's 30 kegs. Nice. nice. In layman's terms. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we, uh, we're gonna get we're gonna get some loggers going. Oh yeah, we we've been doing so many loggers the last few years. Yeah. It's we kind of become known for it uh, to the point now where uh, we need this loggering tank. Essentially, what it does is after we ferment the beer, we transfer it over into that tank and let it condition in there. Okay. And then we can turn over one of our uh, fifteen barrel tanks again two more times with an ale. So really kind of helping us increase efficiencies in the brewery and increase uh, our capabilities with loggers. Awesome. That's that's great to see. So you're always, you're. St- I feel like there's limited space in here, but you're still expanding somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Every yeah. inch. <laughs> we're going to use. Like you knocked out the architects <laughs> and you still need more space. I know, right? <laughs> well, so it's, it's funny. At the brewery, right? That's the one thing that you're always scrambling to find. Right. Um, so... Right around uh, the shutdown for COVID, we had planned to expand. Uh, the architects moved up the street, so they're still on our street, uh, still good friends of ours, the, our landlords, um, and we took over the whole building. So we went from roughly 2,800 square feet was the brewery mm-hmm. uh, beforehand with 600 square foot tap room. Our tap room now is 2,800 square feet. And the whole building 7,500 square feet. So, nice. Yeah. Nice. We've added a couple more tanks uh, during COVID. Again, efficiencies, trying to increase production and, and create really unique space right here on uh, the former Interloop uh, right. for everyone to hang out. That's right. Yeah. RIP Interloop. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it's kind of unassuming the building. I feel like it's uh, to somebody passing by and like, that's a small building, but there's quite a bit of space behind the scenes yeah. here. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's much, it's much bigger than you think. Um, and it's, it's a funny building. So um, it used to be a typewriter repair and sales shop. Interesting. Yeah. Then it was a VFW, um, which our good friend, Chris Schulteis, his first bartending job was at that VFW. Really? And his last bartending job was uh, as a bar- bartender here at Rock. So yeah. 
Sardin wow. ended his bar career here. <laughs> um, one of those funny little stories. But uh, when the architectural firm moved in, they gutted the place to build this architectural firm. And the goal was to try and bring a design firm in okay. and kind of have those synergies. Uh, Dirk met up with us and was like, no, I think a brewery is a much, much more fun idea. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. I yes. do have to laugh because my office is their old conference room. Okay. I don't know how they stood, like, stayed for 10 years. Like, it is so loud. And uh, Nick, our head brewer, I love his music. It's very eclectic. But, oh, my God. And they would always just be like, oh, no, it just sounds like you guys are having a lot of fun over there. I'm like, you can tell us to turn it down. It's a yeah. little loud. No, they were I com- feel like they just <laughs> don't have as much fun as we think architects have. Yeah. Like, Do maybe we think the architects have fun? I, I don't know. <laughs> I thought, I mean, they're, they're making, architects. They're making little models of things. So. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah I don't little, know. Little paper mache. <laughs> That's like why buildings. they wanted the brewery next to them. Right? Exactly. That's put some happens. fun yeah. in yeah. their life. We never exactly. put a tap right yeah. into their, their office. Right? Oh, that Which would be they amazing. Have done that. Yeah. yeah. Like, our designs have become a lot more wild <laughs> and expressive. Well, actually, so this building that's right in front of us. All the way down to the museum were all their designs. So they oh, kind of helped really? build this whole entire neighborhood of play. Okay. That's very cool. I didn't so, know that. Okay. Yeah. So they're the blame. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. So speaking about the neighborhood here, you know, it's changed drastically over mm-hmm. the time you've been here. Ten plus years, eleven years now. Yep. Yep. So it's it's completely different now. What, how has that affected business here? How's that, you know, what, what's changed for rock brewing? You know, so, so much has changed. Um, <laughs> the naive little uh, 25 year old I was when we started this business mm-hmm. um, to this neighborhood. When we moved in here, uh, the craft beer community was only about 40 breweries in New York State. There's currently 500 plus. Um, the city, we were the only one with a tap room downtown. So Vorbox had their production facility and Jenny had their production facility. Uh, and then they have since uh, opened up their tap rooms. There's now 15 tap rooms. There are five within a mile walking distance to us. Uh, and we went from being a brewery and a small tap room on a one-way and a one-way street mm-hmm. to now the neighborhood of play with 600 new um, housing units all rented out. Yeah. 18,000 square feet of retail that's opening up, including uh, Fatty Beer Co., which that's just right. opened up, yep. Nerdvana, which yep. just opened up, uh, two hotels on the street, and mm-hmm. the museum doing a $100 million expansion. So it's really crazy to see, uh, and thus was really a big part of why we decided that we need to you know, kind of grow up and change a little bit, too. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, we started uh, 2011. We had a one-barrel system, really small. Uh, and it got us started. We worked with Vorbox. They did some of our contract production for us. Uh, and then in 2014, we really stepped it up, brought in the Seven Barrel Brew House, uh, brought Nick Mezrobian on, our head brewer, who's really been kind of the lead of all of our brewing since. And um, then in uh, literally March 2020, we shut the doors. And our contractor had already started work on the other side and goes, hey, so can I tear down this wall now? I'm like, yeah, I think we're going to be closed longer than two weeks. So uh, tore down the wall, did a complete build out, rebuild out of the front, added a full kitchen, partnered up uh, with another food company. Unfortunately, you know, with COVID, 
it, it got kind of hard to have two companies in, in one. Right. Uh, so we took over in October, and that's where Dave came on to help us out uh, with some consulting and get our kitchen back up and running. And, yeah. you know, our, our cooks are amazing. And so that's where we're at mm-hmm. today with this new experience and back to celebrating Rock and Rochester. That's right. That's no, great. That was a lot, Chris. But no, I, that was <laughs> a, you summed up that, that was amazing. so well. You answered That's every question exactly. you had. You're like, yeah, <laughs> no further questions. You're right. It's I'm, I'm like one of my <laughs> Star Wars synopses. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Uh, no, but That's you great. made a perfect allusion to like how uh, the beer scene has changed over the last decade and how many new breweries, not just in Rochester, but all of New York State, um, it, it, it's just growing constantly. And Dave, you have a big hand in that correct well yeah in uh i opened my brewery empire brewing company in in 1994 in syracuse and had many amalgamations of breweries over the the following 25 years uh started the new york state brewers association in 2003 when there are 38 breweries in new york state um chris and i became friends as chris uh, came on our board at the association and is now our acting treasurer uh, and when he was talking about transitioning FLX from uh, this facility, he asked if I'd give a hand because I did a lot of the food at Empire, um, enjoyed it, uh, was executive chef there and did a lot of our marketing as well. So, uh, you know, there's a brotherhood that happens, brother sisterhood, call it what you will these sure. days. Um, and uh, we all try to help each other out. You know, as, as much as you'd like to say that there's 11 competitors uh, right around a one mile radius, everybody's friends and we all want to see each other succeed and we all share information. Yeah. And I remember back in the day um, when I first went to the Great American Beer Fest in Colorado, I was hard pressed to find a beer that was good. Now, when you go to the Great American Beer Festival, it's hard to find a bad beer. Yeah. So uh, things have changed and we share a lot of information. That's the key to, I, I think, success and the growth of New York State craft beer. Definitely. I, I'd say I'd stack New York State's breweries up against really anyone. Honestly, I think we, we have some of the best beer in the state. Um, we appreciate it. We don't have to go too far. You no, know? you don't. We, yeah. we, yeah. we, we, we have the second, second largest uh, brewery amount in the state, uh, second to California. So number two doesn't suck and we'll take it. You yeah. know, yeah. I don't think we'll ever catch California. I think they're over a thousand now. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm up for a challenge. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it, West Side. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of West Coast IPAs either. So. No, I'm a, <laughs> I'm more of a I'm more of a Biggie Biggie Bach than a <laughs> East Coast West Coast battle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna put a hole in somebody's tank. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> right. be like, be like, yeah, Rock Brewing was here. That's right. East Side. Oh, well, we've been so West Coast. You, you raise a really good point right because the west coast is known for the west coast style ipa Mm -hmm. and oftentimes we're asked the question you know what is new york known for what style of beer is you know notoriously new york state and i guess you could say pilsner or lager or whatever going back to the days of Mm -hmm. the you know utica clubs and jenny's of the world but actually there isn't one if you really think about it it's 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 we do we do it all and we we do it all pretty damn good so Mm -hmm. why why pigeon toe ourselves into one specific type of style when when we're so eclectic and and what we do and the ingredients that we put in and 
now with uh, with the farm brewery bill that was passed, gosh, I don't even know. It's been 2013. 10, oh my gosh, it's been close to 10 years. That was legislation that really allowed for breweries to uh, be recognized in New York State as an agricultural business. Because let's face it, you know, hops, mm-hmm. barley, yeast, and water, right. all agricultural components. And why not have this farm brewery designation, which we did, and uh, pass that law and allowed for a lot of farmers to now grow hops and barley in New York State. That's great. So a lot of the beers that we're seeing coming out of New York now are grown with New York State ingredients. Nice. Perfect. It's yeah, fabulous. So you don't have to yeah. import. We don't have to import. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And then I, I usually see a lot of the breweries, um, you know, their waste goes back to farms as like feed for Fertilizer, animals. The, yeah. the spelt, I think it's called or something right. like that. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. guys do that here? Uh, yeah, we send yeah. ours back to, um, uh, I think, Bill? I'm pretty sure it's a pig farm. It may be a cow farm, but uh, he takes our... He checks our grain for us, and then recently, a former brewer from a couple of different breweries around here was looking for some for his chickens, and he's trading us eggs for chicken for nice. the feed for his chicken. So, yeah. system. Nice. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's cycle of life right there, That's man. Right. I'm digging Taking that. it back. <laughs> exactly. So you heard it here first, folks. Rock Brewing, getting cows drunk since 2013. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So let's talk about the food. So yeah. October, you transition from FLX. Um, you bring Dave in. Where, where's the menu headed? Where, what, what should people expect when they come in the Rock Brewing now? So we've got a pretty solid menu right now, uh, and I think we're going to continue to grow it and build off of what we've done. So we, we kind of started off with a smash burger uh, that's had a lot of success. Uh, we brought back the Tot Waffle, which I'm sure everyone was wondering. I got a lot of questions about that as the lead-up came. Um, so our Tater Tot Waffles, if you haven't heard, you know, come check it out. You it's just need exactly to try exactly what it sounds like. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And uh, and then we some small bites. Again, that great pub quality food uh, so that you can come in and have an experience where you're at a brewery, you get to hang out, but you got some great simple food to really enjoy and uh, we'll go from there and I'm sure Dave's got some more ideas and I think it's Rock's twist on traditional beer drinking food yeah you know we're not trying to reinvent the wheel here we're not bringing any ingredients that people don't know how to pronounce Uh, the chicken wings taste like incredible chicken wings the burger is phenomenal Uh, we wanted to have something unique and different on the vegetarian burger side and you know we're toying around with black bean burgers and all mm-hmm. the oats burgers that are out there and there are so many especially like frozen patties that you can get uh, why not try to invent something on our own so that's where the falafel burger came in yeah by the way how delicious. was that chris yeah delicious. Tell us. yeah i really dig it, <laughs> it i think <was>, falafel <laughs> i like that it uh it was piled high like one of those burgers you see on like commercials for fast food things <laughs> <laughs> but it's like completely vegetarian yeah. The, yeah, I guess you can make it vegan if you take the tzatziki off, but I'm I'm not taking the tzatziki off. That's all you'd <laughs> have to so do, good. right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, and I think I think going back to you know simple basic food that tastes great and reasonably priced, which is important as well. Yeah, um, yeah. That's the goal. I used to do a lot with falafel back in my day. I used to use it as a coating. We we would have a salmon, and Ooh. we would actually put falafel on the outside of a, a, a salmon fillet and pan sear it so the outside would be crispy falafel and salmon on the inside should give it a try put a little tzatziki on it or oh yeah 
That's tahini, little tahini drizzle. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah, man. All the way. It's <laughs> really good it. stuff. So. <laughs> All this right. is why we brought Dave in. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's got the skills. He's got the ideas. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. I'm excited. I mean, um, how has how the response been so far? I know it's been only a couple of months or a month or so. Or Yeah, you know, the response has been extremely positive. Um, I think everyone understands how everything goes and, and business and stuff, but everyone's really excited to be back at Rock. Yeah. Uh, that feeling of being at the brewery. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I like to always say my goal is that to have people come in and be like, this is my brewery, you yeah. know, like their ownership in it and really make it their space. And we're starting to see that again and see people really kind of claim it, bring their family, bring their friends, be like, yeah, this is my brewery. This is my local neighborhood brewery. Let's hang out, spend a couple hours, pick up some board games, play some Yahtzee. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's really enjoyable. It's it, great yeah. when I ask Chris how, you know, how were sales last week? How's business been? How's it going? And his response is, rock is back. And that's all he nice. has to say, because yeah. nice. he, he feels it, and yeah. the rest of the staff feel it, and the patrons feel it, and I think that's essential. Yeah. So it's nice you to look, see. You look at the numbers, though, right? But, yeah, um, make sure you look yeah. at the numbers. You got to look at the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no. Cost of goods sold yeah. is very He's important. just like, we're rocking. <laughs> like, he just could be just like, saying the name of the brewery. I'm going to take your word for it, but I still need to see the books, yeah. okay, Chris? <laughs> Trust no, but verify. That's an awesome feeling, though. I mean, um, it's good to have complete ownership, and you, you, know, you, you get to control the direction uh, of everything here now, and uh, it's great to see. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, so what what else do you have in store? What, what's 2023 look like? You know, uh, 2023, I think it's really going to be a unique year for everyone. I think it's really going to be starting to see that shift of post-pandemic. Um, we, we live with this. Uh, and for us, it's really getting this neighborhood uh, it, together. Um, we're really good friends with Nine Spot, who are open up the street. That's like, right, yeah. Did so much to help Strange Bird, and they've helped us over the years. Uh, you know, we've reached out to Fatty and Nirvana, and working with all the local uh, neighborhood community here, and really building this neighborhood, building the experience, making this um, a place to be. This is this is the neighborhood you want to come down to. Um, we're going to focus a little bit more on some loggers. Uh, our big events are coming back, like Celebration of Cream Ales. Oh, I can't uh, wait! Yeah. I know, I can't wait. It, so it's officially. May 20th. Okay. 2023. Yep. So uh, we're going to try to have 45 plus breweries Mm -hmm. uh, again this year and get back to that. Get back to that community of Rochester, the Rochester craft beer scene, and, you know, build off of that and, and make that experience. So. That's awesome. No, that's uh, 2023 sounds great then. Yeah, I now, can't th- wait. These are like, you know, 2022 and then like 2023 are like the years that we can get back to really planning things. And it yes. feels like, you know, we, we have a future again, you mm-hmm. know, just with, with everything that was on pause for a while. We are like, we don't know what's happening. It's, there's so much confusement, right? And, uh, like, and then now we can actually move forward and like actually take some big strides. So it's, it's yeah. great to see. Yeah, um, you know, rock brewing and the, just the Rochester scene taking that as well. Yeah, I think it's going to be a big year for the Rochester scene. It, you know, a lot of new businesses get people back downtown, get back to experiencing the fun. The Holiday Village starts next weekend. We're looking forward to that. I mean, oh, that'll walk be great! Right, literally, you can see it from our windows. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a you know small little walk right across the street. 
Um, definitely place to come, uh, come down, have a beer with us, then go over there and come back if it snows too much. Yeah. Yes, yes. Do some ice skating. Have yes. a couple of beers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> karaoke on Thursdays, I believe. Oh, really? Yeah. Do they live, do a live band? Live band karaoke. Uh, oh, wow. Oh, that's All cool. Right. That's so like the songs are limited. It's a fairly new phenomenon that's oh, happening. Oh, it's so these much days, fun. Right? Like having a real band behind you idea. while you're butchering, like yeah. Toto. <laughs> I know. Oh, man. It's. That's it is more fantastic. pressure to me. I don't know. <laughs> is that your go-to, Toto? I did do. I did do Africa, and uh, <laughs> because why not? And yeah, it was a live band behind me, and I don't know why they let me do it twice, but they did. Oh, <laughs> nice. fantastic! Yeah, because I went one night, then I went to second, and I was like, all right, well, I guess. I guess you're not tired of me. It's fine. <laughs> I'm very off key, but <laughs> nice. they carried you. Yes. All right. Well, yeah. Check that out. Definitely. I mean, there there is so much going on downtown. Um, I feel like there's there's new life, and uh, we're excited to be a part of it too. Yeah. You know, the uh, people should definitely come down here yeah. because there's so much happening. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. you're missing out. You do some stand up comedy. I know. Well, I mean, you got the space. We can we yeah, can move man. that shuffleboard table. We can July twenty twenty three. I've been told we're being rezoned uh, to rezoned. Center City, and then I can get an entertainment license. Oh, uh, perfect. And, perfect. And and I will the day that I can. I will uh, to do some small stuff. Like yeah. I'd love to host you guys for some yeah, comedy. Yeah. Right? How much yeah. fun is that? A little pints and some laughs. Right? That'd be great. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Now that would be fantastic. It's just is so you're not Center City now. No, I'm actually zoned high residential. Really? In a always commercial building. Yeah, it's it's the weirdest thing. Like if you literally go two buildings over, that is commercial, mm-hmm. and it's like East Ave, uh, and then that side of the street is Center City. But with the redevelopment, uh, they are going to rezone be- because it's weird that. It is. It's very weird. So because you literally like a block down is where like Skylark is, and then a block over is where like Old Toad, Oxenstone, all of the East and Alexander stuff is. Yeah. And then like there's like <laughs> there's like two coffee shops like within walking distance from here. Right. So right. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's not like we're yeah. you know throwing live bands like crazy or going you know mm-hmm. gonna rock the house out you know midnight get out we turn into a pumpkin you know right like, yeah. <laughs> Go down the street and deal with that kind of fun, but yeah. yeah, so we'll see what happens. That was always a good thing about you guys. Like, rock when Rock Brewing first came in, it was nice to have a brewery that wasn't like, you know, I didn't have to go too far to it. It was like walking distance because I've always been kind of downtown. And then on top of that, like just watching y'all expand, it's even better. And then having, I don't know if you were the catalyst to get other people to think they could do it, but. Just like you said, there's like 15 spots like right around here, and like I can think of like five on my hand that I can literally walk to. Like no, you can, it's, it's true. You if can you have a pub tour here. Breweries downtown. Mm-hmm. Rock Brewing was definitely one. Yeah, you were. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and then you like, like oh, Voltron. How's the water type of situation? Yeah. We're like, oh, it's fine. And then everybody shuffled in. But yeah. no, that, you guys were uh, the Lewis and Clarks. So <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you like uh, you scouted it out, and it's, I, it's yeah. safe. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah, I it's, think it's amazing. great to see. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. I mean, literally, there's 15 breweries in downtown Rochester now, which is so crazy to think. Um, that we'd be here and 
you know, like John Erlob of Roarbox helped us out a ton as we right. opened up. Yeah. And we've been able to help out a number of the breweries. And like Dave said, we're really tight knit. I mean, it's it's a tight knit on the statewide, mm-hmm. but then there's the roster group. Uh, yeah. Literally, we were at our conference in Albany in uh, March, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, you guys are so tight knit in New York State. And then they'd be like, yeah, but watch out for Rochester. Like, here come the rock guys with, you know, our whole entire 585 crew. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's 585 brewers all day, every day. Uh, We help each other out. We do a bunch of collabs. We have a sticker war, too. It's a lot of fun. If you see our stickers around town, you'll see them all covered up on each other. Oh, really? (laughs) It's friendly graffiti. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hide them under each other's tanks and stuff. Like, (laughs) someone put one under the bottom of our sink. About nice. five years ago, and we didn't find it until we did the renovations, and they turned the sink upside down to save it for the bathroom later. Right. I was like, oh, that's a good one. That's <laughs> a good one. <laughs> I found one inside the bathroom garbage can the other day. Nice. Oh, yeah. On the inside. Yeah, like <laughs> sneaky spots. They I like it. That. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, Chris, so Rock Brewing's been happening for 11 years as we've been open. When, when did you start brewing and like what tell us your story like what what was the beginnings when you were a wee lad <laughs> yeah so <laughs> my story it's a funny story uh my mother patty is my business partner and and is really the catalyst that caused all of this my mother is also my business partner yeah so. yeah. My yeah. Mom and yeah oh yeah <laughs> it's awesome my mother will never be my business partner <laughs> <laughs> so god bless both of you <laughs> so we were hanging out uh, a friend and I from college, uh, a Sunday afternoon in May, I had literally just gotten back from New York City, had a job offer. I was like, I don't think I want to move to New York City. Like, I thought, I'll go down, take on the financial world. I was like, no, nah, no, nah, this isn't going to work. And my mom was like, what are you guys doing this afternoon? We said nothing. She goes, no, get in the car. We're going to go buy a homebrew kit. So we bought a homebrew kit. That was May of 2009. Um, and quickly, uh, so economics background, uh, had my MBA and decided there's a market here. This is something I want to do. And we went from that May and then opened up June of 2011, opened the doors here. So really fast, wow. uh, very mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we, we just kind of went from there. And Home brewing to brewery in two years. Yeah. Two years. That's, yeah. that's yeah. fantastic. And my parents are a huge that's support a for us. And yeah. so, you know, they've been with us every step of the way and, and big support. And, you know, it's one big family here. That's that's how we try to treat it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's great. What, what were like your influences? Like what can you remember, like a beer that you had and you're like, I want to make beer like this type of thing? Yeah. So there was a number of different things that really influenced me over the years. Uh, Steve Hindy's book, uh, his book for Brooklyn Brewery. Beer Wars? No, not the Beer Wars. Uh, the uh, Brewing a Business. Uh-huh. Uh, I was like, I'm doing this. I, that sounds awesome. Yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, so that was one of my big influencers. Uh, I love Dogfish Head. Um, mm-hmm. Sam, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sam. And I've gotten yeah. to know Sam over the years. Yeah, really a rock cool. star. Yeah. Sam's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Great yeah. dude. I told you that uh, we went... My wife and I uh, were living in New York. We went down to Dogfish Head. We stayed at the inn. And uh, he, he at the time, was, um, he was, uh, they were writing a men's journal article about him. 
he's just like active and you know he's the the founder and brewer you know and yeah. uh, he was just everywhere and so at first i was like ah, that's that's sam <laughs> right i'm like yeah. freaked out and then after a while i'm like hey what's up like he's yeah. just like my yeah, buddy right. now yeah. he's like you want some coffee you know yeah. oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so he does like fireside chats and yeah. stuff and it was just like so accessible and cool uh, and I, I just love that, you know, and it, I, I could see how that could be one of your influences for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he, him and like Jim Cook too. Like yes. I've gotten to know yep. Jim, uh, through Boston beer company, uh, through the brewing the American dream mentorship program to the point where, you know, I can call him regularly and the, it, again, that brotherhood sisterhood that we talk about of open the doors, give people knowledge, help them succeed. Uh, so, you know, it's been great. And then. Uh, getting on the board um, really kind of elevated Rock Brewing the next level. Um, having such a great supportive team who are really working hard behind the scenes to support New York State and yeah. to be welcome there. Like the first time we had, I went down to our board retreat. I was, I was like, why am I here? I don't yeah. like I don't yeah. belong here. And instantly, you know, Fred, Matt, you. Uh, Chris Erickson all just brought us all into the fold, the new people on the board, and really made us feel welcomed um, and respected our input. Uh, they, so, they haze you a little bit when you come right. <laughs> Yeah, just a yeah. little. Yeah. Throw a little barley in your yeah. face. Like, <laughs> hey, the, lake, the lake's frozen. I dare you. I've been, I've been on yeah. a number of boards over the years. I've never been on a board that was so active. Like every day the board communicates on some level, and this really? is a volunteer yeah. board yeah. where the brewers are really looking out for the interests of craft brewer in New York State, which rarely do you see in, yeah. you know, with boards. Typically, boards go out and raise money, right? Right. Sure. To yeah, help yeah. whatever cause. Typically, they want your money as a board member, <laughs> yeah. not the New York State Brewers Association. They're really out looking to drive the needle up. They want a higher percentage of craft New York State craft beer sold in New York State and that's that's our goal as a as a, an association moving forward because we've gotten all the laws passed that we need to get passed we've laid the foundation now let's sell more craft New York State craft beer in New York State yeah yeah um, speaking of like laws that recently were passed what do, what do you guys think about like cannabis and its role in the beer world you know that's an interesting one um, a lot of studies came out, especially Colorado. Colorado was mm -hmm. the first one. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, my God, what if it affects the industry? They actually saw an increase in craft beer sales uh, over the course of the first couple of years um, that cannabis became legalized. It's not really a competitor yet. There are, you know, mm -hmm. obviously some people, especially once it gets on a federal level, that are trying to turn it into a beverage, you know. So mm -hmm. we'll right. see what that does. But honestly... You know, it's something, again, to support. It, it, it builds more revenue dollars. It brings more tax dollars. Um, creates new spaces for more people to interact. Um, so, you know, I think overall the board was behind it. Um, and now we just got to see how it plays out over the next couple of years. Yeah. Cannabis itself has not had a negative effect. Cannabis cafes may. May. So yeah. it'd be interesting to see how that whole thing yeah. happens. But I, I don't know about you guys, but I just can't see going to a cafe and getting like <laughs> blottoed on cannabis. No. <laughs> I like to be at home alone. Right. Yeah. In my, my basement yeah. with nobody knowing I was doing it. <laughs> well, that was like <laughs> when we used paranoid. to go out to yeah. Denver. So one year went out to Denver in 
uh, October for Great American Beer Festival, uh-huh. and it was about to be legal uh-huh. that January. Mm-hmm. So everyone's out there just like blowing in cops' faces. Like it was everywhere. <laughs> Went back in April, and I was like, "Wait, did they they sell marijuana here?" Like it's there's, legal, and there's nobody no was one was it. doing it. Yeah. Like yeah. Just, they're yeah. all at home. Yeah, doing it in their couch. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I've yet to see anybody like even with the cannabis cafes. Most of the time, nobody's like sitting and having a cannabis crumpet. They're <laughs> they're taking the crumpet home. Yeah, so. right. and you you might have an idea though, there, Chris. Hey, I'm always there full of go. great there ideas. Go. Go. Come on. I think the group that's most concerned are the dealers, yeah. because yeah. now yeah. you can grow it sure. yourself. Yeah. You know? it's like, yeah. Yeah, but like, let's think about this. We we can also grow our own plants, but there's still a produce section. <laughs> 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 It'll be fine. We can grow our own beer, and yeah, right. here we are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I so got true. a bathtub. We can do this. <laughs> Go all day. Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, it's just an interesting thing that you know. Yeah. As uh, you know, the industry changes. Uh, you know, I, I wonder how um, everyone adapts to it. Um, but, uh, you know, I guess we'll see. It's yeah. America. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. I prefer a beer and a conversation. You know? Yeah, yeah. Right. If, I'm, if I'm going for the cannabis, I just I honestly just want to go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's what it does to me. Yeah. <laughs> Check. <laughs> yeah, I just put a, an episode of Always Sunny on or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, Chris. Yes. Do you have... Any horrible ideas for rock brewing? I I have a couple of horrible ideas. I forgot to tell you about this part. Uh, <laughs> at the end of the episode, we always I have terrible ideas for your business to grow it, and we're just gonna like field them. Uh, first of all, have you ever considered just referring to yourself as Chris Rock <laughs> Brewing? Like just pause the brewing. It's like I'm Chris Rock, but it's just brewing. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean. Technically, my uh, Instagram is Chris Rock Brewing. There you go. There you go. Yeah, halfway there. Rock Brewing Co. So we can check that box. Check. So another thing. Hopefully you'll get them here, you know? (laughs) Uh, Do you have a mascot? Like, I see the Rock Brewing Company logo, and it's really pretty, but I notice you don't have a mascot. We kind of have some mascots. Do you? Yeah. So um, up there is Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Okay. Uh, they are two uh, lawn flamingos that I won oh. at a white elephant um, Christmas exchange f- yeah. years ago. It's funny, too, because it was like a family one. Mm-hmm. And I was like really holding on to them. Tessa's like, no one's going to steal those. Like, no one wants those. <laughs> Later that night, her sister sent a snap like, ooh, those look really good. Like, yeah. I was like, I told you. So, so yeah. So, uh, our flamingos are our mascots. Okay. Uh, okay. We were, we we're trying to figure out a way to bring some more flamingos back up to the front. All right. Uh, so, keep an eye out. I like that. So, are you yeah, thinking, I was are, thinking are, about that because, like. Like a human dressed in a mask in a, in a flamingo outfit. I mean, yeah. If yeah. you have any like children that you mascot. need to, like, do a little work, you know, they're, like, not pulling their weight. You can dress them up as flamingos. I was actually going to offer, I did this for a Rohrbach. Uh, I said, you need a mascot. Why don't you have a lion, like a, like a cool lion, called the Rohrbach? 
<laughs> so I drew that for them, and it's on somebody's desk. I like it. So I was going to, like, if you needed my services, I would make a mascot. <laughs> if you got so a flamingo. If you a flamingo. There you go. Let's yes. do it. It was a lion with, like, the old, like, hair. Like, it was Bach. Yes, it was. You know, the composer. <laughs> oh, yeah, well I, I really downplayed yeah. this. It was the yeah. roar box. So, yes. That's right. It That's was great. Johann it was Sebastian deeper Bach. than what yeah. you yeah, exactly. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So if you need like a rock brewing flamingo, maybe a flamingo with a mohawk or something. Yeah. I love it. Because rock. Uh, yeah. Once you get the zoning, I was actually going to suggest like you need more rock music in here. So if you get some punk bands in here since it's rock brewing. Rock, it's rock. Like, you know what? Maybe yeah. we can get Kid Rock to come in and give us another okay, maybe season that, That's a min- <laughs> moment too far. <laughs> well, so I don't he, know. He, yeah. I feel he like he smells. He gave us a cease and desist <laughs> for badass <laughs> when we had that, like it's really? in Nick's oh my god, really? Really? Yeah, really. This is a real story. We have a cease and desist for the badass IPA. I love this because he had American Badass Beer Company. Are you uh, serious? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, yes. Please piss off. Yeah, you should, just, like, <laughs> you should <laughs> just make like Ba with the Ba beer. I know, right? <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Just yeah. so you can get more. Yeah. I know, right? Well, he only signs it Robert Ritchie Jr. So uh, like, it's yeah. not that cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like cowboy Rock's, beer. He's, he's canceled now, right? <laughs> he's yeah. I think everybody well. just realized that he's not actually from Detroit. And <laughs> yeah. He's poser. He's it's like people from Pittsburgh claiming they're from like West Rochester. Like get out of here, <laughs> <laughs> Chad. Is that happening? <laughs> Chad. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what people named from Pittsburgh are named. We yeah. love you, Pittsburgh. Please don't cancel us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I this is a named, Rochester podcast. Yeah. They're all named Karen. Respect. <laughs> There's Karens and then Karens. The, yeah. Rayleigh, the, Shaylee, Rayleigh. Is Chad the, the male counterpart to Karen? That's I, what they're saying. I'm wondering. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's what I've heard. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. I haven't <laughs> met many, like, I've never met a Chad I've really liked. So I know yeah. a Chad. I only and, know one And he's Chad got a like. great, he's where it's a startup distribution company only focusing oh. on New York State craft beer. So you do know one good Chad. All right. I can't wait to Chad meet Meg's. that Chad. Yeah, yeah. He's an awesome guy. That sounds like a great a few Chad. Good Chad. Oh, you can have a few good Chads, like, <laughs> like competition. Yeah. They got to, like, yeah. they got to, like, have, like, their credentials set out. It'd be like the uh, bachelor auction, you know, yeah, chats. Yeah. yeah. That would actually a be chat funny off. for like yeah. a reality show is that right. you have a bunch of women named Karen. And, and a bunch of dudes guys named Chad. Chad. <laughs> and then they have to like prove that they're actually good people. Yes. <laughs> I really feel like this could this something. could bring in business this for could. me. It's like, really good. Uh, the uh, chat the chatchler, maybe. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> So I have an I have an ex named Karen, and she's a wonderful mother of my two children. And she asked my children, "So what's this thing about Karen?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my boys are like, "No, you don't want to go there." Yeah. Just, <laughs> oh boy. Just be happy you're not that Karen. <laughs> uh, Karen. Right. Uh, it's like a noun. It's yeah, not a right. name anymore. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Chris, do you have anything else? I those were it. I really, I was really pumped about the the rock thing. Okay. But now I'm gonna make a flamingo with a mohawk. And I like that. I like bring that. it in. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> it I, sounds good. Chris, he referenced it. Um, y- your signage out front, that which is relatively new, probably mm-hmm. yeah. over the last couple of years, uh, which is awesome. It's a great photo op. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah, it's cool. I know that you use it in the, like um, a lot of social media and stuff, but it's. 
uh, it, it's just a, a perfect landmark. You know, like people know exactly. Like oh, or people that don't know. Like oh, mm-hmm. what's that? That's kind of cool, right? Yeah, we really love that. Yeah. You know, yeah. at some point. Because those letters aren't cheap, uh, when we make a little more money, I'll I'll probably put Rock Brew okay. right. uh, up front. But uh, <laughs> you know, Rock for right now it, it works. Uh, but yeah, no, they're great for First photos. It was just R. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have to sell a couple more Smash Burgers. Yeah, yeah, a couple right. more burgers, and then we can afford you know the B. Uh, but no, we re- we really love it. it. It really pops in the neighborhood, and yeah. it's not. It's not super bright. It's there. You see it. It's yeah. it's an expression of the the building. You know, obviously inside we've got clearly a lot of colorful lights now. Mm-hmm. Um, our our front logo uh, at the bar changes colors. Yeah, obviously blue being my favorite color. That's why I support it. Blue. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, come uh, Pride. Like last year, we did a Pride event. We got uh, eight local breweries mm-hmm. to make us a different beer. The color of the rainbow. Oh, so that's amazing! Literally, that's we were cool. pouring yeah. the color of the rainbow. Uh, we're gonna do it again this year because you know Pride Parade's right behind us. Yeah, we'll turn yeah. the lights on in the brew house rainbow color. We'll do rainbow flashing for the logo. You know, again, trying to just celebrate a huge part of our community mm-hmm. here. Yes. Um, you know. We can turn these to Christmas in a couple of weeks. We'll turn those on. Yeah. And again, just trying to do fun things and really enjoy our community. I forgot. I did have another bad idea. Oh, I like okay. it. <laughs> There's not enough Hanukkah-based beer. Okay. Uh, so, like, maybe eight eight <laughs> nights of beer, like, just like the week of Hanukkah. Eight, eight crazy nights. Eight crazy nights <laughs> of, like, different brews. Yeah. All... Some somewhat blue based. I don't know. Well, you you said you we do lose your beers. favorite. Yeah. Color. Yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah, just like eight nights of beer or something. Maybe a Hanukkah brew. Our good friend. Uh, I thought you had bad ideas. Yeah, that's, that's a great actually one. a good that's idea. Great. <laughs> this is the best. Every single time, it's like three out of four of the ideas are actually spot on. Good ideas. <laughs> Our friend Jeremy from uh, Smalls Brewery. Smalls Brewery. Yeah. Like, Yes. Yes. I love yeah. Schmaltz. I want to bring, oh, we the comedy bring involved with yeah. that beer was hysterical. Oh, my God. We should bring him and do yeah. a beer. I yeah. Told him He's he still said active. He would do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He told yeah. me the other day. Oh, he I haven't, yeah. I haven't cool. seen Schmaltz in a while. Like, I haven't I haven't had Schmaltz since, like, their, uh, their bar mitzvah beer yeah. for their yeah. 13th anniversary. And that was, like, a couple of years ago. <laughs> and then I just haven't seen him in the stores or anything. I was like, what's going on? They're probably running out. No, he got out. Yeah, he's out. He got, he out. got he's out. out. Yeah, no. that's what I was saying though. Like we, we should retired get him come from here making beer, but still involved. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, just like a guest beer. That's perfect. So yeah. you yeah. won't be competing yeah. with the actual <laughs> Jewish beer company. You can have your own. Oh yeah, this is great. That's, this is great. that's I want one. this. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Beers for everyone. Yes. Right. And yes. let's do more to make that that available. Yeah. Yeah, no, we're all about accessibility and mm-hmm. like you know, a brisk ale. Someone. That's yeah. a bad idea. That's a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to go. That's to a bad idea. You. Yeah, you can have this beer, but we just cut the tip of the oh, oh, the head. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Those beers Keep are kicking tip. in. I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bartenders uh, do really yeah, well. Yeah, boy, for sale. <laughs> Points for Dave over here. <laughs> you think you got all the tags on that? Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you, you have to like like you do it. You, you have to use your mouth. 
boy. Uh, All right, so this is going to be a, a PG-rated uh, <laughs> podcast. I mean, I mean, it's just, you know, I, I just know things. It's tradition. Uh, it's tradition. tradition. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Get a little calling you, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> so the holidays are coming up. Yes. And uh, what, is Rock Brewing doing anything special for the holidays? Um, you know, you a lot of Christmas parties booked, don't you? Yeah, we do. Yeah. We have right now in December, so you can rent our private event space, uh, $600 t- tab for three hours. Um, Ooh. So, yeah, you rent it online. We give you a $600 gift card the day you come and spend it how you feel. Um, so we got a bunch of those happening. Um, Heather and Nick definitely love to decorate. So uh, we're going to go get a Christmas tree at some point. We're talking about. Uh, maybe do an event where you bring in an ugly ornament. Uh, you get, you know, a five dollar pint or something. I so, have so many ugly ornaments. Yeah, you know, <laughs> just you know, one per customer. I love all uh, my ornaments. But yeah, so I'll just five, like come back in with here. a mustache. Come in, come in and like decorate our tree. I love yeah. that. You know, we want to do yeah. stuff like that, um, and you know, make it kind of festive, especially with the the holidays up the holiday village right up the street. Um, so yeah, those those are things. We've got a couple of dark beers coming out that Great. you know really yeah. for this time of year. Um, but yeah, that, that that's the big stuff for the holidays. So it's good stuff, man. Well, yeah. I can't wait. Playing, can't wait to come to lots of events. Twenty twenty three sounds awesome too. Yeah, yeah, we got some good events. Yes, hopefully St. Patty's Day parade happens again this year. We're right up the street from it, so it's definitely a fun place to start your day. May 20th, right? May 20th, Celebration of Cream Ales. Celebration, Celebration of Cream Ales, yes. Wow. Yeah. If you haven't been to one of these things, it's actually pretty amazing. They rotate the tap. like it's like, Is it every hour or every two hours? So we did something crazy, and we got 40 breweries 40. in western New York mm-hmm. to make us a cream ale all at the same time of yeah. year. Every distributor in New York State was like, what is going on? Like, why are you all making cream ales? Uh, so we buy six loaves of the cream ale, we put them on tap, and we run them till they kick. So, yeah. uh, you know, the goal is to get that critical mass so that, you know, they start just kicking one after another. Right. Uh, we've had years where some people left for 20 minutes and missed four beers. Uh, so, yeah. you know, definitely come check it out. Uh, it's a lot of fun. All the brewers show up. We, we set up some space in the back for them so they can drink, hang out, and just relax. They don't have to pour like a normal festival. And mm-hmm. uh, we celebrate, really, Rochester's beer, the only true American style of beer, uh, the cream ale, uh, and really have some fun with it. So yeah. definitely be here. It's definitely a blast. I definitely suggest everybody like come to this event because so it's super fun. It's like it's never like you're talking about critical mass, but I remember it not being too packed last year, but still it was like heavy rotation with everything. So it's really nice, especially in May when you can actually sit outside and yep. enjoy that sun. Hopefully, it's always a good time. Yeah. Jenny Cream yeah. Ale was my first buzz. Yeah. <laughs> I remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> you always remember your first, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, to, I don't even know. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what, uh, probably uh, some Guinness or something like that. I think yeah, it was two was, 12 ounce like, cans. I think it was, was Molson yeah. Canadian. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Not, not the best, but yeah. it did its job. Uh, Chris, where, where can people find you? Where's Rock Brewing located? So we are at 56 South Union Street, right in the heart of downtown Rochester. If you come visit us here, you can take some beer home to go to. Uh, you can find us at all the local Wegmans, too, with some rotating skews uh, and a number of bars around town. So 
But yeah. we're always fun here. If you, you're looking for a great night, great experience, definitely come check us out. And on social media, where can people find you? Uh, Rock Brewing Co. Uh, is all of our hashtags for all of our uh, uh, social media accounts. Great. And then you post about all your events, anything happening yep. right on there. That's perfect. Well, uh, Chris, Dave, thank you guys so much. Yeah, for sure, guys. Yeah. Appreciate your time. We appreciate yeah. uh, you being here in Rochester. Yes. It's awesome. Well, thank, thank you, you so guys. Much. We appreciate it. It was Thanks. a great time. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks Cheers, for including man. me. Ciao.